Shame around money is probably what is blocking you the most when it comes to expanding your upper limit, expanding your potential, your capacity for money. This is the Pleasurable Money Podcast. Hi, I'm Megan, and I'm the divine alien driving this here spaceship. I'm a pleasurable money coach with over a decade of experience in finance. During that time, I have learned that a mix of systems and spirituality makes a perfect blend. I have helped hundreds of spiritual business owners heal their relationship with money, and I'm here to teach you how to become money's ride or die. Stop treating money like a booty call using the help of tools like breathwork and pleasure, which will be featured on this podcast and learn from me and other experts about how to own your wealth. Together, we will break down what it looks like to be in relationship with money and to be in full embodiment with your pleasure. Hello, spiritual biz owner. Welcome back to the Sacred Wealth Podcast. This episode is a short and sweet episode talking about some of the books that I've been reading and some of the topics that I love teaching on. The month of August and September of 2021, I will be doing this series called Shorties, where I take IGTVs and repurpose them into podcasts so that you can get some quick, bite-sized, transformational information about one or two topics in one single podcast. I am loving this series because it is allowing me to repurpose content, work smarter, not harder, And I know that not all of my audience is on Instagram. Speaking of which, if you are not following me on Instagram, I would love it if you joined me over there. My handle is at sacrednumbersco, all one word. And you get some fun tidbits of my life. You get to see these IGTVs whenever they come out. And I love going live and talking to my audience. I love it when I have a interactive audience asking questions, having discussions. It's my favorite thing in the world, building a community. And if you enjoy this episode, I'd love it if you were to leave me a five-star review on iTunes and your review could be featured in a future episode as well as if you leave me a five-star review, I'd love to offer you a 30-minute free coaching call. So just take a screenshot of it, send it to me on Instagram, and we'll get that set up. And speaking of which, let's do today's featured five-star review. This is from Rachel, and she says, inspiring. I just listened to episode one and loved the way you articulated your own fears. Felt super relatable. I also appreciated the way you broke down your process for overcoming imposter syndrome. I think my favorite part was the way that you widened your knowledge so that you weren't limiting your clients to one way of doing things. This is so needed in this world and says so much about the integrity of your work. Thanks, Megan. Thank you, Rachel. I really appreciate your review. And if you'd like to have your review featured on a future podcast, either rate me five stars on iTunes or send me a voice memo through Anchor so that I can hear your lovely voice and insert it directly into the podcast audio. All right. I hope you enjoy it and I'll see you on the other side. Hello. Welcome, welcome. It is thundering and lightning outside and I am just, does anybody else love thunderstorms? I love thunderstorms. It's actually been thunderstorming for like two days now here in New York. Amazing. 
I love it. Today, I want to talk about opening and expanding your capacity for money, addressing those upper limit problems, addressing shame. I did get a question from the post that I made the other day. So we're going to talk about that. So first, we're going to talk about upper limits. So I've been listening to the audiobook The Big Leap. I've heard amazing things about it. My best friend, M speaks and raves and rants about it all the time. I love that book. So I've been listening to it for the first time and it's been amazing. So we're going to talk about how to align to our money today, which is my favorite thing to talk about. I talk about it all fucking day. (laughs) So The Big Leap talks about our upper limit problems and the things that we can manifest and put in our own way to stop us from realizing our true potential. So a few of the upper limit problems include fear of outshining a sibling or a partner or a friend. So you self-sabotage and you don't allow yourself to fully embody whatever amazing thing that you're celebrating. So this may come in the form of you landing a great deal at work and then in the midst of celebrating you start fighting with your partner. And so these types of things just come because we are so uncomfortable being great. We have this feeling of, I constantly have to dim my light. This comes from, if you ever think about high school and stuff and your group of friends and they're like, oh my gosh, I had the worst weekend. I had the worst day. The train was late. The bus was late. My hair looks crazy. I didn't have enough time to take a shower. And you feel like you have to commiserate with them and make it seem like your day was worse than maybe it actually was. Because you feel like if you are like, hey, I had a great day, then you won't be accepted. So I hope that makes sense. So that's what I wanted to talk about as far as upper limit and noticing where you're self-sabotaging as far as celebrating amazing things that are happening to you. So I wanted to address the question that I got in the questions box. It was, how do I manifest money fast and easily? And there are three things that I really wanted to highlight in the answer to this question. So first, breaking down as much shame as you possibly can around money. That includes shame around having money, shame around not having money, shame around government assistance, shame around lottery winnings or trust fund, money from your family, those types of things. Shame around money is probably what is blocking you the most when it comes to expanding your upper limit, expanding your potential, your capacity for money. That's the first thing I want to say. How to manifest quickly and easily. You got to get rid of all of your shame, which obviously is a process. (laughs) So I really recommend staying away from things that are like quick and easy ways to make money or quick and easy ways to get over limiting beliefs. It's not quick and easy. It's hard and dirty. So as soon as you come to terms with that, the easier it'll be to accept the process. And then the second thing I wanted to say as far as this answer is finding expanders. So finding someone who you can relate to in some way to show your brain that whatever they're doing, oh, hey, I can do that too. Whether they have the same economic background as you, maybe they're from the same hometown as you. Maybe they went to the same college. Maybe they have divorced parents like you do. And you're able to see that they were able to have what you want. Therefore, you're able to have what you want as well. (laughs) And then lastly, 
being unapologetic. So this kind of goes hand in hand with getting rid of shame, being unapologetic and asking for money when you want money is the most important thing. People can't read your mind. And so being unapologetic when it comes to selling your programs, selling your services, selling your products, these things have to be so natural to you to where you're constantly selling. That may seem exhausting, but as soon as you figure out what works for you as far as selling... So I'll share with you my view of selling. My view of selling is I'm not asking anyone to do anything that they don't want to do. I'm not asking them to give me any money that they don't want to give me. I am simply, as an adult human being, consenting to presenting my offer. And they, as an adult human being, have the opportunity to also consent to enter into a relationship with me. So because I believe that we can absolutely and easily make purchasing decisions out of empowerment and not out of lack and scarcity, which is how a lot of sales is done, I believe that I'm not asking anybody to do anything they don't want to do. I'm not sleazy. I'm not convincing anyone to do that. And it's important to figure out a way to feel aligned in sales. So if that doesn't specifically resonate with you as far as selling, as far as being unattached to the sale itself, but presenting your product, your solution, and allowing and believing that somebody can enter into that relationship with you completely consensually and of their own accord, then I highly suggest finding an alternative sales theory that makes you feel good and makes you feel like you can sell your products with. So just to recap, we've talked about upper limits and self-sabotage. So I've been reading the book, The Big Leap, And it talks about upper limit sabotage, and that comes in the form of many different upper limits. And you may notice this in several areas of your life. The second thing we talked about was how to manifest money easily and quickly. So I said breaking down shame, finding expanders, and being unapologetic. So being unapologetic in your sales is super, super important. Asking for money asking for a raise. And I want you to reframe that. You're not asking for money. You are simply presenting an option to the situation. Instead of asking for a raise, ask for an adjustment to your salary, if that feels better to you. Instead of asking for someone to spend money on you or asking someone to enter into a contract with you, you are simply stating your side of the solution and they are opting into that solution. Like I said, you're not asking anybody to do anything that they don't want to do. You're not convincing them, which I think is a huge relief for a lot of people where there's no pressure there to convince somebody or to remind them of their lack. There's no bringing it back to, hey, remember when you said you were fucking miserable? Let's connect to that again. You know what I mean? So it's a weight lifted off a lot of people's shoulders when it comes to sales. So, and the last thing I wanted to quickly touch on, which I touch on all of this stuff in my one-on-one program, my 12-week program, Sacred Money Method, which enrollment starts very soon. Hopefully in the next month or so, I will open up 
the waitlist for that. And if you'd like for me to go into more detail on any of these things in like a masterclass or a webinar or whatever, I like to call them community events. So if that's something that you would like, then let me know, drop a comment, and I will create a whole 45-minute, hour-long masterclass on these things. So the last thing I wanted to talk about was energetic set points. I had a call with a client yesterday, and we were talking about raising our energetic minimum for higher numbers in the bank account. So she said she was able to manifest a savings of $10,000, which is amazing and wonderful. But she says it's very new to her. It's very unnatural. She's never had that amount of money in her bank account before. And so it feels strange. It feels odd. It feels off. So I gave her the advice to start logging into her bank account as much as possible daily, multiple times a day, so that her brain and her subconscious can make it normal to see $10,000 in that savings account. Because as it is right now, she has a much lower set point in her subconscious that's supposed to be there. So right now, her subconscious is telling her, oh my gosh, that number's not supposed to be there. It's not supposed to be $10,000. It's supposed to be $1,200 or $1,500 or even less than that. So there are things that are going to be coming up, manifestations that are going to be coming up, emergencies that are coming up where she's going to want to spend that money and get it away as quickly as possible to get it back down to a limit or to a point that feels good to her subconscious. So as you log into your bank account and that starts becoming your new normal, that $10,000 starts becoming like there should never be any other number in that bank account. So it becomes weird when there isn't $10,000 in there. So the minute that she drops it down to $9,000, her subconscious is like, okay, we need to get this back up to where it's supposed to be, what's normal for us now. So she'll start manifesting opportunities to make money and fill that savings account back up to where it's supposed to be. So that's kind of what I mean by energetic set point. So if you have a lower energetic set point and you want it to be higher, create something that looks like a bank statement that has the number that you desire and look at it every single day so that your subconscious is tuning into this new energetic set point. Now, this also works for things like debt. So if you find yourself in the same amount of debt, say it's $2,000 worth of debt over and over and over again, your energetic set point, your energetic maximum or minimum for your debt is $2,000. Your subconscious thinks that's normal there should always be $2,000 on that card. So the minute that you pay off or make a payment to a credit card and it all of a sudden seems to be back at the same point that it was before, you'll know if you end up at the same point over and over and over again, that's where your energetic minimum or your energetic set point is set to. So once you make a payment, say you make $500 payments down to $1,500, logging into that so often to where it becomes normal for that to be $1,500. Working your way down in increments every time you make a payment so that you're not automatically bringing yourself back up to the energetic set point. So I hope that makes sense. Okay, I think that's it. Let me know what you thought. I'd love to hear your thoughts and talk to you soon. Bye. You've been listening to the Pleasurable Money Podcast. 
If you want to attract more money into your life, subscribe to Pleasurable Money wherever you listen. And if you learned something today, DM this episode to a friend. Reviews help this podcast reach the rest of the world, so if you leave a five-star review on iTunes, it could be featured in a future episode. Love you so much. Bye.